Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, You on Blog Talk Radio. Mind, Body, Spirit, You is a collaboration between five inspirational and unique women who have joined together with the intent to assist you in making your life the very best it can be. Find us at www.mindbodyspiritu.com. There are many live shows and podcasts offered each month, and all are available in the free archive section under the Mind, Body, Spirit, You tab at Blog Talk Radio. Our shows cover a variety of topics, healing, spirituality, health and wellness, metaphysical concepts, and scientific discoveries. Many of our shows allow time for you to call in and ask for assistance on your journey of transformation and self-discovery. We are all aware of the quickly changing perspectives about our minds, our bodies, our spirits, and our lives, and that is exactly what we are here to discuss. So please join us in the spiral of life and together we will grow and learn and transform. Hi everyone and welcome to the Holistic Health Hour with me, Professional Holistic Life Strategies Coach, Aleka Thorvalson. And as you know, this is a show that looks at health, our relationships, our lives from a whole, W-H-O-L-E, or holistic perspective. And it is my intention to create a new kind of dialogue about health and our lives, about our bodies, that empowers us to make real changes from the inside out. And um, yeah, I know I'm doing another podcast. Um, it's it's great to kind of get back in the saddle. I have so many ideas and um, things that I want to share. I've been going through my website and, you know, going through old blog posts, just trying to reorganize stuff. Um, And I found so much cool stuff that I just keep making notes. I have notes everywhere. If you could see my desk right now, it's covered in notes about things that I want to share. Um, And I also love getting ideas from all of you. I love getting questions, comments. Um, So you you can write in. You can find me at Mind, Body, Spirit, You. That's the letter U. You can also find me at my own website, which is www.alekasky.com, A-L-E-K-A-S-K-Y.com. And um, so right off, I want to thank you for all the feedback I got on the last show. I really appreciate it. Um, And if you haven't listened to that show, It's a good one. I spoke about the first steps to, you know, kind of going back to that concept of making peace with our our bodies and our weight and food. And those first steps were, were more about compassion and then accountability. And in that order, 
because if we do it the other way around, it sounds more like judgment, which really isn't helpful to a path of peace and healing and self-acceptance. So if you haven't heard that show and you're interested, just go back. Um, Mind, Body, Spirit, You. You can listen to the archive shows. There's tons of stuff there. But tonight's show is a subject I get asked about quite a bit. And I've actually done shows on it in the past. So, you know, I I don't think I'm going to reiterate too much, though, because it's such a huge topic. And there's really so much to talk about. But it's about intuition and, and the way that we utilize it in our lives, the way it shows up. What is it? You know, what is the difference between intuition and logic? How can we tell the difference between the two? And is there one that might be more important? Is it possible to have blocks to our intuition or be out of touch with it? So there's a lot here. Intuition is just this huge um, sort of topic, and I'm just going to hit points about it today. And it's one I get asked about a lot, though, so I thought I would talk a bit about it today. And I also think that understanding and utilizing intuition is really important for for healing in general. Um, I, I use, utilize it a lot when I'm working with clients that are, you know, perhaps feeling a little bit stuck, feeling out of touch with their purpose or meaning, you know, having a sense of meaning in their lives feeling connected. It's certainly helpful for working through addictions, physical ailments that are showing up. Really, it's, it's, it's important to um, any path of healing. So it's a sense that really if we develop it, enables us to have a much more honest and direct and accountable relationship with ourselves and our lives and our health and our purpose. So Intuition today. That's what we're going for. Big topic. So big, in fact, that I'm probably going to be doing um, future podcasts on this. So I'm going to kind of start in one space and we'll see where it goes. I may branch out um, because my intent here is to do more podcasting and perhaps not make them really long shows, but you know, and I always say that, right? My last choice is the same thing. My intention is not make them really long, but then I have so much to say they end up being. Um, an hour or so, but that said, I'm certainly not going to cover everything I could possibly say about intuition today, and so stay tuned for, for future podcasts. I will go deeper into it. Um, yeah, you know, so intuition in our lives. Let's talk about what that means, and then we can talk about what it is, maybe how to develop it, and then we may go into some of the blocks um, in later shows. But... Let's start at the beginning. Let's talk about, let's define what I'm saying when I even say the word intuition. I think, I think there are many definitions of the word. I think we all may have our own definition of what that means. So I'm going to give you my synopsis of my understanding of it, and then you can find your own language to um, integrate that into your own experience. You know, some people think of the word intuition and it's sort of this out there sort of woo-woo thing, right, that only few special people have. And that's really not how I see it. I'm actually very linear to some extent, although that seems to be a bit of an oxymoron. Um, 
as far as you know linear intuition, but I think it actually is relatively structured. I think there's form to as much as there is flow to it, and and we'll get into what that means. But for me, you know, intuition is a way to acquire knowledge or information in a more of a non-linear or perhaps non-logical way. Definition-wise, the word intuition is from Latin word, which means to look inside or to, to contemplate. And I really appreciate that because I, I do feel that intuition is more about seeking inward. So to me, that means it's about going inward, gathering data from an inward focus or perception rather than outward focus or perception. And along those same lines, it's, it's notably associated with right brain data collection, where maybe logic would be more of the left side of the brain. We, we hear it described in that way. And I think an important note here, before I go on, is to mention that um, we really live in a left-brain-dominated culture. You know, so we're not often conditioned to acknowledge, to acquire, or to trust this right-brain information gathering that, that we have at our disposal. Not everybody. I mean, some people are naturally, you know, more right or left left side dominant. We, we know this when we study the brain. And I, I would just say collectively, as a culture, we're, we're more that left brain, logical, work it out um, energy. So we're not always taught to practice gathering information from the right side of our mind. Yet I'm going to argue tonight that um, I think it's just as important. I think it's just as important as that logical left brain side. Because like all things, at least from my perspective, I think we want balance. We do not want to be so stuck in logic where we lose sight of creativity and possibility and you know, what, what could happen, and then so stuck in possibility and creativity and what could happen that we lose sight of reason. Logic is great, and creativity is equally as great. Yet one is more inward, and one is more outward. And we really need them both. Yet, since we're typically heavy on the logical side, and perhaps not so much on the intuitive side, I'm going to urge, you know, um, describe, elaborate on some of that right brain intuitive um, descriptions so we can spend our time perhaps giving some emphasis on the side of our mind that often gets overlooked. And to begin, I don't think it's special. You know, I said that earlier that sometimes we get that, oh, you're intuitive, that's, that's awesome. I mean, certainly it could, we could be more talented on that side of our minds or that, that's the way that we think, more practiced. But I think to a large extent, everyone is intuitive. And 
from my perspective and experience, intuition is really a natural sense or ability of all human beings. I would not necessarily call it a special gift. Some people, as I said, you know, may be more practiced at accessing it, but we all have it. Just as some people may be more accustomed to access logic or reason, either by their makeup or by their conditioning, some can be more naturally intuitive. And I guess the point I'm making is that it's not something necessarily special or even out there. And along those same lines, if we want to develop our capacity for perceiving intuitively, we can actually practice and get more effective at it. So that's an important point to recognize, that we can get, um, we can get better at it. We can sort of build that intuitive muscle, so to speak. I think that there's many names for intuition. I've heard it called second sight, our soul instinct, our inner voice, our gut instinct, the, the guidance system of our highest potential. Right, I like that one. And I'm, I think we could call it anything. You can call it um, whatever you would like to describe that inner space that can give you that information that we're looking for. And, you know, important to recognize that there's different kinds of intuition as far as I'm concerned. The first one, I think, is something that we all have experienced to some extent. Most of us know what that is. It's it's survival you know, intuition or that gut instinct. And this is, this is the part of our intuitive instinct, really, that is embedded in our, our probably our deep, our, actually for, for real, our deep subconscious to keep us safe. That's, you know, if, if there's any mothers that are listening to this, you know what that is. You know, do you have a sense about where your kids are and if they need you at, you know, pretty much at odd or all times? Um, certainly it's something I experienced. I remember when my children were babies and I would often wake up seconds before they did. I was so connected to their sleep cycles and what they needed that, you know, this is where that instinctual intuition or knowing kind of comes from. If you've ever, I mean, we've, I hope you've, you know, have experience this um, to be able to trust it. But if you've ever walked into a room or been somewhere where you just got that bad vibe from a person or a place or a situation, right, that that's super important to recognize that's important. There's a great book out there called The Gift of Fear, and they, he talks about that in that book where describing that, that little voice that you say, pay attention. There's so many stories out there about people who just had a feeling not to get on a plane or not to go to work that day that something happened or, you know, getting out of a situation. It's just that, that, that little nudge of feeling that we get where it's, it's an intent is to really keep us safe. You might be now, you know, going through what are your stories about that? What have you, have you listened to them and have you discounted them? Because that's something that can happen, and we'll talk about that in, you know, later when we talk about blocks or invalidating our intuition with logic, where we can have one of those instances of pay attention, and then we talk ourselves out of it. 
many, many instances of that showing up in um, clients that I work with, certainly. So that's survival intuition, trust it. It's, it's, it's certainly a gift um, as far as keeping us safe. Another type of intuition is it might be something that you've probably had but didn't have a name for. This would be um, emotional or psychological intuition. So what is that? This I would often um, label our, our inner knowing or inner voice as well. It sounds a bit different. But this is an intuitive sense that really can assist us in how we feel and help us to clarify and decipher our feelings and emotions. It's, it's that intuitive voice that creates a sense of accountability. And it's the part that we have to access when we want to make real and lasting change in our lives. This is the... the intuition that we access when we ask ourselves tough questions and seek answers. We, we want to go with our first reaction here. So for an example, when I'm working with clients, one of the things that um, you know, they, they will bring to me is repeated patterns, you know, patterns, life patterns that seem to continually happen. Why does this happen? So that's a great question. And when we ask ourselves, why does this pattern keep showing up? And then we get out of our logical minds for a minute and we are able to make space for a deeper voice that sort of wants to come up. It's sometimes harder to hear if we're not practiced at it, but the answers are there. So that would be this type of intuition, where it's just an inner knowing. Um, perhaps we ask, what does this back pain want to tell me? You know, what is this situation really about? What do I know that I need to do to move through this? So this is the place that when we ask ourselves the tough questions, we get this more inner answer rather than, oh, you know, what does this back pain tell me? It, you know, it tells me I need to um, release some weight or it tells me I need to exercise more, do yoga. And those all may be right when we access our logical part of our brain. Those, those, that's an important thing as well. But there's an inner knowing, an inner way of accessing data that can tell us perhaps more directly about what the meaning is for us. So accessing this part or using this type of intuition is, you know, we can look at our learning and what this is about and then take action to move forward. Now, one thing I, I want to mention here, um, yeah, this, this is often difficult for our ego, that, that part of us that sort of doesn't necessarily, because these are the answers that we get to questions that we may not like the answers to. You know, for, for example, um, using an earlier, um, you know, an earlier situation, what if you got the, the answer to why does this pattern keep showing up? And the answer that we get is because there's part of this that works for me on some level, that I like playing the victim role maybe, and it gets me attention without having to ask for it. You know, I, I get a pass from having to be assertive that's the kind of answers we get sometimes. It might ask us to make changes in our lives and be accountable in ways that are not always fun. Great, important, necessary, because this is shadow stuff, right? This is stuff we want. We've got to claim it, 
but it's going to make us look in those shadowy places that we often try to hide from. So, you know, it's something to keep in mind that getting in touch with this part of us is really necessary for healing, but it will reveal the shadowy places and feelings may go alongside that. You know, we might bring up some shame or some anger or some sadness, which is all important. And you can listen to my show on feelings to learn about those um, for sure. I, I, that's like, I think, five shows ago? I'm not sure. Anyway, it's archived. But we may get answers to our questions that, that give us action or direction that might challenge us and, and might take some trust to be able to navigate through. Um, we, we, we may need to ask for help on this level. So it's something to keep in mind for sure, that we have the answers. It's just about removing any of the blocks to getting there. And we'll be talking about um, blocks as we go. Okay, so I hope that was clear. Certainly, you know, feed, feedback, questions, if it's not, um, and I'll answer them. But I, I just doing it again. We could, I could do a whole show on each one of those all of them themselves. But I'm kind of trying to just do an overview today. So that those are the first segments or, or styles, perhaps, of intuition voices. This is the the third one. The the first two are pretty um, personal, meaning they're about ourselves. The third type is more impersonal, and now we're, we're kind of getting into a bit more esoteric um, territory here. This, the third type is more impersonal, and this is where we can access data and information from a place that is within, but, but much more impersonal. It's, it's as if we're tapping into a deeper layer of unified consciousness rather than personal consciousness where we can gain access to a more universal awareness or, or global inner information, you want to say. This is the level where many proficient healers and psychics and intuitives and mediums and people that do energy work, that's where they can spend a lot of their time. They, in a way, can act as a surrogate conduit for their client's intuition. And they can also see the interconnection at work in their clients or the world's lives. And this is definitely one that could take a little bit more practice, but certainly it's, it's, not some, it's something that we can all develop. And just remember, you know, from a logical perspective, the way we gather information, it's all out there, and there's ways to gather information about the world, right, about everyone. Well, intuition is similar. There's a way to gather inner, you know, go inward information about a broader perspective, a bigger picture rather than just our own selves. So that's what we're talking about here, this, this global um, intuition, so to speak. And when I work intuitively, intuitively with people, which I do, and if you've heard other shows that I've done, you, you know that I do, and I'm able to utilize this space. For me, it's, it, I, I, you know, it's, it's become such a second nature that I have to actually stop myself to realize or to be aware 
about what I'm doing because it's just a part of the way I operate. Um, for me, my intuition was created most likely out of necessity when I was younger because I, I grew up in such a chaotic and in many ways difficult experience that my intuition and reading people and, and being so akin to the inner workings of others was necessary for my, for my safety, really. So I grew up very aware um, of what was going on, kind of reading the energy, reading the intent of others using my intuitive skills. Um, and of course, you know, we will talk about that um, in, in perhaps at some point, but that's not necessarily a good thing either because then we get so focused on everybody else and you know their inner workings that we can lose touch with our own. So it's like you can get so stuck in the third level that you forget you have level one and level two, um, or types. I don't want to call them levels because that would seem like a hierarchy. But you get my drift. So, you know, and then, then, then it becomes almost codependency where you're running your own intuition through other people's intuition, and that's not necessarily helpful either. So certainly, again, we get back to the concept of balance, finding balance. You know, but if you, I just wanted to share that, that if you've experienced, you know, growing up, developing um, your intuitive skills, which many intuitives have. I mean, I think that if you took a poll and, and – I mean, certainly the ones I know, that it's been almost out of necessity that we've, we've grown up utilizing this skill and maybe even tried to hide it at some point, um, certainly. So anyway, it's, you know, it's, it's made, the other thing about this level I think that's interesting, and the other levels are the, um, and I keep saying levels, I wonder why I'm doing that, but the, the other types of intuition work like this too. Intuition also utilizes different ways of understanding or different dialogue, different language. For example, it often uses symbols to create meaning or um, colors, pictures, stuff like that. So it's, it's especially in that third type, you know, you'll get just knowings or inklings or pictures, and everyone's a little bit different in the way that they assess information from their intuition, just like people are, are different the way they get information on sort of this logical, you know, kinesthetic, auditory, um, visual learners. The same thing happens from intuition. We, we all gain access to this data in, in different ways. So don't be surprised if sometimes symbols or pictures or you hear something or you have a knowing. This is all a way of gathering, gathering information and it comes, and comes in different ways. So that the, the last thing I'll say about all of this is intuition requires a sense of trust. And because it's less linear, it's, it's, you can't necessarily see it then it requires perhaps a broader sense of trust than anything logically. And it's something to keep in mind. Um, it's specifically that third type when you're working with other people accessing that space. Trust is very important because, you know, it's something that I've learned working intuitively with, with others. Um, and I can go both ways. I'm, I'm very linear and logical in, in many aspects. And then, and then there's this other side that, that I'm, I'm, I utilize my intuition. Um, but I am often called to say things that I would think, oh, that can't be right, or that seems so strange, or that's not going to make sense to that person. And I've 
you know, trust it. I've been doing it long enough to just trust it. And I say it, and it's so amazing how I would say every single time I have doubt, someone would say, oh, that makes so much sense to me, or, oh, that's exactly what I needed to hear. And my logical mind is going, really? Because that's not something I would have said. Um, so trust, you know, comes into, into play here. And we're, we've all been gifted this thing, this, this inner guidance system called intuition, that when we access it, it can really help us get answers and move forward in important ways. Because as we've said, when we become intuitively curious, we become more responsible and accountable for our lives in such a way that really allows us to heal, take power back from our past, you know, which is what this, this whole concept of transformation is all about. And it's important to recognize and important to, to perhaps develop if it's something that calls to you. Then, you know, we want to ask ourselves, why, why do we not access this part first? And can and does our intuition get blocked, and how can we unlock it? All right, that I'm going to tackle on my next show. Today I just wanted to give a framework. Oh, look at what I did. I did so well. I stayed, I stayed time, a small little, little bit, about a half an hour show today, which is just perfect. And then the next podcast I do um, will be an extension of this one, and we'll go into some of the blocks and then how to move through them and how to develop our intuition, that sort of thing. So please feel free to send any feedback or questions because I'm going to be talking about this topic again. So ask questions, um, give any feedback that you want. I'll share it on the air, www.alekasky.com, Mind, Body, Spirit, You. You can just hit the Contact Me button and it will come straight to me. Thank you for listening, everybody, and I look forward to the next time.